0: Welcome to Build with Rob. I am your host, Rob Deerdeck, CEO of the Deerdeck Machine. What do we do here? We're a venture creation studio, but you could call us a life inspiration studio too if you want, because we systematically fuse art, science, and magic to manufacture amazing companies and life, life and business, strategies, visions, all of these things that you can listen to and catch ideas from how maybe you could implement them into your life. As always, wherever you listen to this show, watch this show, like, and subscribe. Um, You want to be a part of this show, you can go to DeerDickMachine.com and create a video, upload it to be a guest, or pitch us an idea if you have an idea. Uh, If you'd like to be part of our process and be one of our consumer collaborators, Which we call the machinist. You can also sign up for that. We love having everybody integrated into the machine. You know, we we enjoy every video that we get. We really try to put as many people that send in videos uh, on the show as possible. Uh, I watch every single one of them. I love them all. I love them all. They're they're all fascinating to me. For as part of this show, I do a lot of research into your company, your idea. Um, you know, all different aspects of what the guests that are on this show are are pitching and asking because I'm, you know, really enjoy the process of understanding what they're creating or what they've created, and and ultimately, where do I see an opportunity that can help with the breakthrough? You know, maybe look from a different lens, a different point of view, because again, I look at business. In life, very holistically, you know, and 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 since I've grown into doing that for so long, I'm able to also look at um, different ideas and different companies and different people and, and pull out sort of insights from from seeing the video um, that's presented that allows me to, to be able to, to give better advice and different things for consideration based off of putting that energy into it. I just really, really, really enjoy it. And, and for me, like anything else, um, the show continues to evolve. Um, and every time you know we shoot a big block of this show, I take time. And I, I think about what worked, what didn't work, like, you know, what parts of it did I like, what did I get energy from, what what drew energy from me, how do I evolve it? How do I just evolve and make it better? Right. And and to me, you know, evolution is is, you know, the key to success. All success is basically you are like evolving and getting better, more dynamic over time, um, which in in turn uh Provides the success that you desired when you created your plan in the beginning, right? Because you, you have to go through trial and error to, to evolve. And, but, but the thing that people just don't understand is like reflection is the key to evolution right like if you don't stop and think about everything that you did and understand like how you could make it better what are some aspects of it that you wish you didn't do what do you not like about it if you don't take the time to reflect you will never evolve like because if you just go from thing to thing to thing and hoping it changes or I'll try a little like a little bit of this like you have to take the time to really reflect, so that you can take a more calculated and strategic step towards evolution, you know and and the great Ray Dalio will tell you that pain plus reflection equals progress, you know, and to me, like that is you know absolute and total and complete truth, you know, and everything that ray does is is truth. It's super high level. And, for, and look, for those of you who are are feel like Ray Dalio and Principles is too heavy for you, do do me a favor. If you want to build a framework and and take, you know, a couple days to change your life, get Principles by Ray Dalio and only read Life Principles and then go to Principles U and take a personality test that will tell you exactly who you are. If you just combine those two, you take a week and combine those two, you're going to have a completely new perspective and foundation and framework by which to launch off a new version of you with much clearer insight. Um, Just a little side advice, little side advice and shout out to my guy, Ray. But Ray says pain plus reflection equals progress. You know, and for me, there's truth in that, right? Because when you when you uh, attempt to do something, have some ex- expectation, you go for something, and it doesn't work. Boy, it hurts. It hurts. And when you start thinking about all the mistakes you made and all that, and you now reflect upon all that and apply it to your to your next venture, your next um next thing that you uh plan to do, next goal that you set, you're going to be better and an evolved version of yourself uh when you go and do that. But for me, you know, I am think there's just as much evolution in just every experience you know, it's like experience plus reflection equals progress, right? And and to me, that is something that people just don't take enough time to realize, right? Because it's like sometimes really good things happen. You know, for for me, a lot of the success that I've had, it's, you know, when you when you do something and it really works, you know, like when one of our portfolio companies goes to market and it, and it is really successful and drives sales straight out the gate, it's like, you know, when we sit back and reflect and like, think about like, wow, like that's, that's how the earned media strategy really works well. And, and by doing a launch campaign around a specific product and, its value proposition with a clear, to a clear targeted audience, like look how much more sales it drives more consistent rather than a broad launch campaign. You know, it's like you, you see a success and then you now reflect on it and be like, okay, now that's now part of our process. Let's add that to everything, you know? And, and if that's on the business side, you know, on the personal side, it's like, you know, I think you could apply this to almost anything. It's like, you know, understanding everything that you're doing, everything that you're experiencing and and taking time to understand how much um, you actually enjoy it, how much it feeds you, how much energy it gives to you versus taking from you. If you look at all of these experiences and and create the time in your life to reflect on them and then... Uh, use this reflection to evolve and grow you are you are going to continually have a better and better life a better and better business and ultimately a better and better version of yourself and really look that's that's what we're about down here you know what i mean it's it's just about constantly getting better trying to evolve uh, you know, trying to, to, to seek clarity, always try to have a vision for your life and business and grow into that life and business, uh, vision over time. It's what we, we love to do. It's what I do on a daily basis and what we do on this show. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into our first guest, Jared Gold. Welcome to build with Rob. How are you? I'm doing great.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, look, I, I look forward to our conversation. Uh, you got a vision for a book and a platform you'd like to create. Uh, hit me with your 60-second pitch of the vision that you have uh, for your business concept.
1: Absolutely. So in summary, it could be maybe like a modern think and grow rich meets the efficient organization of a tools of titans where each you know, of the world's most successful people I mean, like fully authentically thriving, not just super rich or super famous, uh, really distills their core foundational beliefs. Because I think the common thread amongst the world's most successful people is not just their belief in themselves, but like an underlying belief in like what the game of life even is, whether it's deep spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs, or just an understanding of like, here are the few fundamental laws of the universe. <laughs> and distilling that... Um, like I want to interview people and distill that core foundational knowledge into a single book uh, where each person has his or her own dedicated chapter uh, that is super easy to decipher and distill and understand. And then uh, the book also will come with templates where people can actually integrate that into their everyday life because that's a real challenge with books. It's like actually bringing it into the day-to-day And ultimately what it comes down to is if people are empowered with these core foundational beliefs, like what could they create once they have that solid core foundation, which I think a lot of people are missing.
0: Yeah. And look, I, I, you know, for context, you sent me a cold email. And really interesting presentation because it came with a video and it came with sort of an outline that I could click through and see uh, your why and different title names and different the people you wanted to interview and all this different stuff. So, of course, uh, the cold reach out, you know, I responded with, would you like to discuss this on the show? uh, in, in order to get further, further understanding of, of the vision and what it is. Cause of course you asked me if I would be interviewed, um, for the book project and ultimately is their interest in being sort of, um, you know, interested in the partnership side, you know, and, and for me, you know, obviously, you know, from, from hearing me talk and sort of the way that I look at life, um, that I fit the profile for what, what you're hoping to achieve, you know, um, and, and what I think you're trying to create um, you know, it's always helpful and always useful, right? And it's really about how do you build the awareness and build an audience for uh, a a product in a book like this? How do you get an author to, uh, or a, um, a publisher to believe in you and ultimately, um, you know, do it yourself. For me, um, I'm so deep in trying to evolve my own version of this, right? That I call the machine mindset that I've just, you know, hired one of the best writers in the world and have been, you know, I'm going to probably take a couple years, like flushing it out into a system and, and evolving it into a very tactical, um, you know, not only easy read, but a easy to follow depending on what stage of life you're in um, type of project, right? So my patience and money to go out and do it's a little bit different. Um, but when you reference, you know, think and grow rich, you know, what's the, um, the best part about Think and Grow Rich is you can read it every year and every year it's like it's as if you never even read it, right? It's like you can continue to gather insights from it and 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 further um, understand the concept even better uh, as you grow and find different avenues of your life growing that are more applicable to a book like that. That, that really is a, a timeless work. And, and I know that that's what you have set out on, um, to ultimately achieve. Right. So, you know, for me, where are you leaning when you want to title it? Where, where what's your, what's your position on what you think is the best title right now?
1: Mm, yeah. You know, I, I go back and forth on names all the time. I feel like I'm a name machine and that's usually one of the first ways in how I think about a new endeavor. Uh, I feel like I kind of like the idea of sort of, um, hmm, maybe like the game of life, uh, a handbook. Yeah. Even uh, I'm kind of going back and forth on a lot of the titles, but I, I want to summarize it in a way that is approachable, but also digs a little more into the existential. Because I think, I think people are realizing that just blindly working hard and having good habits does not equal success. Like there has to be this underlying deep seated belief and trust in, in how life works.
0: Yeah. And look, and I, I think that leads me to, uh, I think you need to position this way, way more unique than the game of life. It's too basic, right? It's too general, too over. And I think if you really go into the spiritual side, which you connect with at such a higher level, right? Where it's like true achievement is when there's sort of balance and harmony between uh, the earthly world and the universe. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, that's this sort of underlying thing. So I, I, if I could give advice on how to position and create a brand, I think you go deeper. One, one that you had in there that I liked was the unseen forces, Right. And the unseen force behind wealth and achievement. And and I think you really position um, the entirety of not habits and daily ha- and all these different things that. Different successful people do to be successful, but how they, what they, their feelings about the unseen force, and then how do they use the unseen force and how have they used the unseen force to create their success, right? Because that is a much more unique position. I think um, rather than going into the more tactical side, which I think a lot of people have done, and I think that connects more with sort of who you are and sort of what you are trying to achieve, it almost feels to me that like that's really what you want to make, but you are not sure if like the audience needs the tactical stuff to, 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 bat, to in order to be interested type of thing. Is that a correct assumption potentially?
1: Oh, man, that's such a good read. I'm impressed. I mean, thank you for reading my my outline. And that was actually my favorite title, um, the one beginning with The Unseen Forces. Hey,
0: then listen, you got to start sticking to your guns over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not get all wishy-washy on build with Rob and hit me with some gift of life. So look, I, I, I think that, and, and here's another thing. You sent me, I, you know, I like anybody that goes hard and 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 in a pr- presentation like this, but it wasn't enough for me like it, if i didn't want to have you on this show and discuss it with you, it would have been a harder response for me so another thing I want you to think about is when you approach people i i if you would have said to me, if you would have broken down here 's the concept it's about applying the um you know unseen forces to to your wealth and happiness and to achieve wealth and happiness and and rob here's i've done all this research on you. And I've listened to how you look at your life as these six core integrated systems. That when they have harmony, that it activates the law of attraction, which clear goals and your 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 clarity and harmony is what has allowed all of these unexplainable things to happen for you to push you towards seemingly luck and all the things that you endeavor on and use and used all these examples. If you would have went into like, um, more detailed of how I fit the profile by, by essentially flattering me with like, uh, of understanding me. Cause I'd have been like, okay, he really understands how I use this and what it means to me. And, and, and then here's the questions I would ask you for the book based off of these stories that I know about you. You're in, and if you go that deep, I swear to you, you will get every single person on your list. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you, because that's going to be you got to study them and then show and you want you are you want to interview them because they embody the harmony side. And besides just like the money side and the material side, but the spiritual side of success and how amazing it is. Right. And that's what you're on a mission to share and discover for yourself. Right. And so I think that if you take that approach, um, that you'll get every single person on that list because you have the ability, right? You can go and do the research. You can go and make up all the questions and how you want want it to be. Um, and I and I think if you focus it like that, it's going to be, you know, a lot more appealing. Uh, to to a lot of the bigger names on there that might seemingly be difficult, but you know what it is, it's like you you knock down. Rob Dyrdek and old David Meltzer, right? You're on your way. You get old Ed Milet and then you push up to Nods. Like what happens? Like now, no, no, now you got something real. Cause really at the end of the day, you've got to put in all your effort to getting those commitments and, and, and sky's the limit. You know what I mean? But I, I do think, um, as someone that would potentially consider being a part of it, that you, you hone in, on, on the concept tighter and then pitch back to me, um, you know, the, the, the questions you would ask me and why to understand the section that I would be in your book to go along with the overall thing. Very straightforward, sharp as a knife advice on this one. You know what I'm saying?
1: I love it. Yeah. Thank you. All of it resonated really deeply. And it's just, yeah, it's like really nailing that exact concept. And and you had a good read in terms of like, that's the actual book I really want to write that doesn't exist. Like that's the thing that needs to be birthed into the world. And I feel very deeply that I'm the one to do so. And uh, yeah, I did a lot of research on you, like watched through numerous of these shows with Build with Rob, as well as multiple of your interviews and took a whole document of notes. So now I know to do that outreach with those notes already there, and the specific questions and the why behind it. So this gives me permission to just give like even more of an all-in detailed hyper-targeted document to each person and and trust that they will they will be down to share it because this is information they've never had the opportunity to share and and I know I'm the one to uh to curate it and distill it and then distribute it in one cohesive book.
0: Yeah, look, I love it and and you know, and you, you took the shot Uh, and, and you're off and running. You know what I mean? So, so I, I think you continue to, to go at that level and, and, and I think, you know, I will potentially be someone involved in the product. I just now need to see that next level of effort. Um, and let's build that framework together that then you can go out and, and send to different people. And who knows, maybe I'll send it to a couple of people myself. Um, you know what I mean? To, to push it along for, for you, you know what I mean? But, but hit me with the, the question you has as, as it's related to this as a, as a venture.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, you kind of already beat me to it with the amazing advice there. Because I was, uh, I mean, I I figured the concept would really resonate with you, but it sounds like it sounds like it would resonate with a lot of the people on the list. Like you kind of gave me that permission, where it's like, Jared, if if you do the prep, like this is the green light. These people, I believe in these people um, going forward with it.
0: With yeah, you. yeah, and and look, and and I think to that point, you you have to create the belief within yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's like you have to, um, you know, essentially get the people to sign off one at a time to begin to build, build the belief and refine that system. of, And then some people are just going to say no. And, you know, uh, you can go back again and be like, hey, here's the latest people I've refined sort of the way I wanted to approach, you know, for whatever it is. Because even the movie Think and Grow Rich, which I love that you used a quote from me, the hardest thing to actually master is faith. When you get to the level where you feel like you're manipulating reality, Think and Grow Rich is that reality. Rob Dyrdek, Think and Grow Rich. To be in that movie, they, they reached out to me over and over and over, and I said, no, I just don't have time. <laughs> and then this is what they did. They sent me a signed copy of an original uh, print from 1937 Uh, sent it to me as like this is a gift to you we hope that you will still consider being part of the film I left that thing in a box for like two months because I'm like I'm not opening this and keeping it if I if I if unless I do it but it and finally I was like all right I I want this I want I want this and I want to be in the movie. Like, but they never gave up on me and then t- took this next level tactic. So now I have this amazing, you know, signed original print copy of Think and Grow Rich. Um, it, just in a in an interesting story as it related to them really needing to like fight to get me uh, in the film. And I think a lot of these, this, the, you're going to have to apply that same sort of uh, tactic here, you know. So, so look, I would love to hear at this point in your life, what your sort of vision for your life is right now um, before we jump into that life question.
1: So I think, you know, of course I could give the answer where it's, I like nice things in life, all that. I think where I'm really clear on is how I want to feel. And so what I would say is a mantra I'm leaning into is being the fullest authentic expression of myself and really giving myself permission to do that and go all in on that. And so I know that I want to have this deep-seated fe- like feeling of belonging, feeling of home, feeling of uh, effortlessness and ease where, yeah, like I'm working hard, but my gifts are sort of pouring out of me. And I'm very clear on what those gifts are. And it just naturally integrates into the communities that I'm in and ha- have all these wonderful people around me. And so, yeah, that feeling of belonging, that feeling of home. And then, of course, enjoying some of the finer things. You know, I'd love a nice car and an awesome house and all that. Um, but yeah, just that, that peaceful feeling of, I don't have to do, I'm just being myself authentically. And that is enough, that feeling of enough also.
0: Yeah. And look, and, and, and to me, I like to think we all have the same purpose in life and that is a high quality life, right? It is a high quality life and that, and a high quality life is, is filled with purpose and passion and it's the vitality of how you physically feel, mentally feel, how uh, financially stable and organized, and uh, you feel, how your career is is working, how your relationship with the people of your life, and and you're spending time and enjoying life, all of those integrated together make up uh, all aspects of your life, and the quality of the the systems of those and the energy they produce uh creates that vitality and peace that you seek you know what i mean and and you got to put a plan when you want a nice car and a nice house it, it becomes, you just add it to the, to the way that you design that vision no differently, right? Like, it's like, okay, this is how much money I want to save. And I'm going to invest it in here. This is how much money I'd like to, 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 to make per year and how much of that, then I can save to get to here over long-term that I could eventually get the house. And this is where I want it to be. And here's how I'm going to take care of myself in, in order to make sure that I have, um, the, the energy to be able to, to continue to optimize those different aspects and make sure that I take care of the relationships that give me energy and, and release the ones that take energy from me, make sure I spend enough time uh, for myself. You know, it, it's this sort of like understanding how it all works together will lead you uh, to that path. But you ultimately got to design all aspects of your life Uh, and at least put some some flags in the ground of how you're going to grow into it that will get you to that feeling because at the end of the day that is what everybody seeks Um, but you got to make sure that you create a pathway so you don't spend all the time you know working hard on one direction and sacrifice the other ones hoping that you once you find success here then you'll fix the other ones you know
1: right exactly
0: all right and what's your life question man hit it hit me
1: Yeah. So I would say the first question is along the lines of what is the process that you would recommend or that you've used to figure out the grandest authentic version of your life? That's part one. And then part two is then how do you go about embodying it as an inevitability?
0: Yeah. And look, and, and when you ask the question, like, do you feel like, man, it's like, I know I want to do this, uh, but I'm just not sure how it, it's going to happen, but I know it's going to happen because I have faith, but I'm not entirely sure. Like some days I think it's going to happen. Some days that I don't, is it, does, does the energy of the question kind of come from that, that sort of feeling that you struggle
1: with? I would say, I would say, yeah, there's some truth in that.
0: You know, and, and look, it's, it's, you know, I always like to say that you, you don't Faith is incredibly difficult and it grows with time when you're making progress towards clear goals. You know what I mean? And and I think even you've got to, the framework and the process is all the same. Like you got to, you got to get clarity and then you ultimately got to build the pathway to get there. And then as you start making progress, the belief builds right? But if you're not making progress and and God forbid you're regressing, you're going to lose belief. And if you regress too far, you've lost belief and you're going to quit, right? And in certain aspects of life, sometimes it's just essential. You've chose to do something that's requiring too much in the framework of just, you know, I believe it's going to happen. Like, I I know I meant to do this. Like, that's when you land in this wishing and hoping world, right? Because the if you never want to be wishing and hoping and you never want to be dwelling and sulking, right? Because in both of those, you are doing absolutely nothing. Right. And, and that's what you want to avoid. And as long as you're constantly problem solving or reflecting or experiencing or creating, as long as you stay in that state and you're constantly trying to refine, how do I, how do I get progress? How do I change my plan? How do I evolve over time? You will create that faith further, furthering your deep uh, self belief that vision is going to become reality. So look, man, I really appreciate it. Um, I know it was a cold email, and I hit you with sort of a a sharper sort of way that I think you should look at it. But what I'd love for you to do is is kind of take what I said, put put together sort of an outline, uh, and, and come back to me and 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 let me be one of the first guys that that'll be a part of this project for you and, and help you build the framework that. That gets you to go out and get other people so that you can realize the vision for not only the unseen forces, but so you can buy a nice car one day and have a nice house. You know what I mean?
1: That sounds perfect. Thank you. You have a deal. I'll come back super prepared, even more prepared than
2: before. It'll be super detailed. It'll be awesome.
0: Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Until then, my friend, be good. Devin Dwyer, welcome to Build with Rob. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic, man. How about you?
0: Ah, oh, man, just just living the dream out here, man. Just trying to inspire young guys like you, you know?
2: Thanks, man. Me and my boy, we're actually working on a video right now, and it's like, we're just talking about, like, the most important thing you could do is inspire somebody.
0: Yeah, no, so. it's, it's, it's without a doubt, uh, you know, what I love about this platform, you know, I, it also allows me to meet really interesting and diverse different people with different visions and different ideas, and 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 i got some thoughts on sort of you know where where you're at and and ultimately um how i could maybe help you think uh about what you're doing and and how to how to position in the future but i would love to to hear sort of the overview of your business vision for uh, your company that is sound sick productions
2: so really at the end of the day i want it to almost be like I don't want to say an independent record label, but almost like a one stop shop for like creating brands and helping them develop. Because I started off as like an independent hip hop artist, right? So I learned everything myself. It's booking shows, the music, the engineering that evolved into the video, which then made its own video business, right? So then I started flying drones, editing videos, shooting them, directing them, meeting clients, meeting brands, developing that, et cetera, et cetera. So. Now it's kind of just like evolving that into the next step but you know one person can't do everything right so yeah that's and, where the challenges are coming yeah, in yeah
0: and, and look I think you you are um... A product of that you live with an entrepreneurial mindset, meaning like you know you're meant to do something bigger than just have a job, right? And and then opportunity sort of presented itself, right? So if you um were paying to shoot all these videos, then it was like, okay, if I invest in the equipment, um, I could just shoot them myself. Then you built that skill set, and now it's like, okay, I can now deliver this as a service, right? And the problem is like, okay, I can just do this this for free right now to build connections and and ultimately uh, for future business. But is that sort of giving your services away resulting in the future paid business like you had hoped?
2: I mean, yes. I mean, I think that you know giving is like the most important thing, right? And um, the more that I offered my services to people for free, quality people, people that I could could actually put me in good positions. Um, like from the time I submitted this, which was on Christmas, actually, like my life has changed drastically, and it's literally just by helping people that are already in the industry, people that can help put me on. So I think, bro, from from um, sending in this application to now, my life has changed drastically, man. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah, and and look, and I I what I what I think you're faced with now is like, okay, you are the one man show, so it's like, uh, like when do you? like one to take some of that money. That's basically all the money that you have to, to be able to take the workload off of you. Right. And I think that's the, 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 the thing that you're going to encounter the most as you kind of transition from sort of your personal one-stop shop to then being able to be a business at at scale. And I, and I understand like your business question kind of relates to that. Hit me, hit me with that one
2: it's so hard to find people around me with like the same mindset as me who are actually like willing to work and sacrifice for free. And now I have got friends and other camera people on board because now my results are showing what helping out could do. But um, that has just been a challenge for me, finding people who are just like me. Like, you know, everyone is an individual and they're all good at some things, bad at others. So really it's just trying to find people that are like me, that think like me, because then we could all be on the same page with this.
0: Yeah. And and look, I think it's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to grow into like there being... Like beyond just doing it for, to, to, to build connections, you got, you got to get to the place of where you're doing it on a consistent basis that leads to the amount of revenue and the work to where you could bring on people that are hired to do specific things that's worth you paying. So you don't have to do it. So you can do more of another thing that generates money. You know, I, I think at some point it's, it's tough to get, Um, people that are willing to just sort of sacrifice and do the work, like just to kind of build the credibility when everybody's really trying to use the time that they have, depending on what's happening in their life to make money to survive. Uh, and, And so that time ends up being pretty valuable. And, you know, and I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's something that like, when you think about you know the body of work that you've done and collecting that and and getting a reel together and sort of a package together of what you could deliver and target independent artists and be like hey I can give you this full drone package and this entire thing for, you know, $2,500, full video, 5,000, whatever the rate would be. And and I think you take all the stuff that you shot and build some sort of sales material and try to go out and begin to find paid work at that level, right? I just think like like you don't want to spend all of your time just, just doing the the higher quality stuff for, for, for without getting, getting paid, you know, and, and, and is, and is, is the studio like your core uh, revenue stream as well right now?
2: No, nah, I mean, I don't like, I kind of stepped out of that. I mean, now I have some passive income from streaming music and stuff like that. Yeah. That was my first passion. Really. Now it's really just like music videos and helping out brands with commercials and things like that. Over the past couple months, I did realize like something about me and that's like, I don't want to be editing the videos no more. Like I want to be hands-on meeting people, directing them, shooting them, and then kind of just passing off that to someone else because that's like the most time consuming thing for me right now. Yeah.
0: And, and that's like, that to me is like the epitome of, of understanding what you are best at right. And what you enjoy doing the most inside the process and then finding some, some being able to do the projects that you can go out and sell and get enough money to have that editor because otherwise you are, you know, it is the longest, like deepest, most time consuming aspect of developing it. But on the other side, you know, uh, it's also where the art and the entire thing comes alive, you know, and and at some point you're going to have to probably jump back in to put your uh, way of looking at it you know i think for for us and uh, the way that we shoot ridiculousness it took many years to get this the fleet the squad of editors that we have to 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 get it to the level where it becomes automated and they produce it at that really really high level um, that that we expect but but look i i think you know this is this is you you, you got to really spend some time to think about creating the structure and the goals of what you want out of this. Like you kind of just ended up in it through sort of like, um, like your, uh, personal experience and it presented itself to you and you're good at it. But I think you got to spend the time to build a business plan, you know, and be like, Hey, we'll do this much free. My goal is to get these 10 different clients in order to generate this much money and pay these two outsource people to do it. If you can it, it like begin to look at it as that much more pure business and set sort of milestones and goals to it. So you're hustling into a number that you can get excited about and get energized and then build some belief in your ability to scale that even bigger beyond that. Um, you know, I think when you don't come from that sort of background you know, I didn't, you know, I quit high school and and, you know, started companies like when I was, you know, 17 years old with no no real understanding. I was just like, oh, that was a good idea. I can make this work type of thing. And it wasn't real till I really began to 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 build plan and structure and goals into everything that I really began to find that business success. So I would really Im- implore that you begin to start that practice even though it, it, it is you as that one man show, because it'll, it'll begin to, to lay the groundwork for you growing into being able to build the business better and better over time, you know?
2: Yeah. Cause I still feel like, I don't want to say it doesn't feel like a business, but I still feel like I'm like chasing my dreams, if that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah. And, and with that being said, what what is the vision for your life as you, as you see it? Like what, what, what is, when you think about your life vision, how, how would you like it to be?
2: Ah, oh, man. Well, something that really changed about me was writing down a definite goal. I did that actually right before I interviewed for your podcast. So I told myself by December 2022, I'm going to have $200,000 like gross just for my business. Because for me, that's like a long shot. But for a lot of people, it's not. And I really think that me just changing my mindset, that was just like the most drastic key to doing so.
0: And look, I think that is the absolute best possible thing you could have done. You know, and it's like, because now it's like, it doesn't matter if it seems insurmountable and insane. It's like, now this is what you get to do. You get to say like, okay, end of 2022 is the, is my 200,000 goal that need, like, you now have to break that down. I need to do 10 at a thousand. I need to do, you know, 20 at 5,000 and one big one at whatever it ends up being. You break that down and now you go hunt that. And because like when you get that clarity and then you break down uh, a more tactical path of how you could actually achieve that, it's going to energize you. Then you're going to be like, okay, I believe I can do this. Then what happens when you get that clarity, the universe begins to conspire. And that one person that you did do a video for free is like, oh, I got this, this dude that's doing like five houses that once drone work done and edited, whatever. And then boom, you got 20,000 of it right there. It's like, that's how it exactly works. Been happening. Yeah. And, and look, and it, it probably is a is that shift in mindset, right? And that's how important you know having um, visions for business and clear goals and 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 why I try to implore everybody add the same thing to their life because I like you need that sort of like mental flag to know that that's what you're hunting. And then when you begin to build the pathway backwards, that's when you're going to begin to build belief and begin to think of all the things you need to be thinking about and potentially pursuing to actually achieve that, you know? So uh, good for you man i i think that's 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 the right angle and i'm glad to see that things are already starting to evolve in that from the moment moment you did that did that now, i also understand you had a life question
2: is someone like me who's coming up where it's kind of like we'll get calls on wednesday thursday friday and then they'll call sunday monday tuesday like how do you develop that balance when to me the most important thing for the this time is like spending time with my son so i know you have a You have kids as well, so
0: yeah. Look, and and I think you're in. You're. It's always tough to to find balance in in the hardcore grind before you get to to sustainability, Mm -hmm. because you need to get to sort of sustainability and consistency to then be able to to ultimately um, design the balance that you can. Uh, be consistent and turn into a habit and make it important, you know, but I, I do think you have to pay especially close attention to how you're feeling. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you want to design as much balance as you can now put in some, some sort of structure to your weeks and certain things that you, you try to not compromise, uh, and then be hyper aware, like, like give yourself uh, the time to recharge and reflect and and think about what you would change or um, what are some other things you can do to feel better and begin to understand who you are and what makes you feel in different ways about everything that you're doing so that you can begin to find balance of mind share because a lot of time it won't it won't even be about work and 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 um you know spending time with your son and spending time yourself it's just your mind it's like got pressure of like things that you need to happen money pressure like relationship pressure people pressure like like all of the pressure in the mind share is is what you've got to ultimately make sure that you learn to manage because most of that imbalance starts first with the, the way that you think and the time that you spend uh, and what time, what you spend most of your time thinking about, you know what I mean? So I, so I think you should really, way. um, consider that, um, in, in being aware of what balance is for you and then beginning to apply it even at the littlest level in your life is just the beginning because you just don't become balanced overnight, you get better and better. And and why I, I, why I'm pushing people to have a vision for their business and get clarity on what success means for the business and vision for their life and what success looks like for their life is because then as you, if you start now with both, you have your 200,000 goal, you, you know, you could have your, your goal to, you know, uh, spend time with your son could be your life goal for this year, and so now it's like, okay, at least I know if I spend this much time, that's going to make me feel like I'm doing what I should do. So I'm gonna commit to that while I commit to this financial goal. Boom, you're you're, you're anchored to something at least that that's easy for you to sort of track and help and hold yourself accountable for, you know, and, and to me, that's just the beginning. If you keep doing that, you get better with it as the years go by and you just get better at setting more attainable, clearer goals and get better at, 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 at creating more balance in your life that ultimately creates the happiness that we're all seeking, you know?
2: Yeah, no, that's so amazing, man. That's so amazing.
0: All I right, also noticed look.
2: too, like it's like quality time, right? Like the quality time with your kids is more important than the quantity time.
0: Yeah, yeah, and look, and that boils back to mind share, right? At the end of the day, if you're just if you're if you can't be present because so many things are pulling at you, and and then you got all these other things you got to do, and you're trying to squeeze it down, it's it it will always sort of disrupt that. But, you know, in this case, I still think setting it, you know, because even for me, like I have to set, I have FaceTime with my mother and father on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 7.30. And then I have a once a month or twice a month extra hour that I FaceTime with my mom on Saturdays biweekly. Now, I have to have that. Inside the system, otherwise, like I, I, it'll always slip. I'll be like, oh, I'll, 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 get a time for you to to Facetime the kids later, right? But by ever since I put that into my system and never compromised it, sure, sometimes I'm, you know, kind of in and out because of something I'm doing, but they get to talk to the kids and the quality isn't there. But what is for sure is I Facetime my parents with my children twice a week every single week, every time of the year, you know, and it created that structure. And then, so to them, they never feel left out. They never feel, they feel like they're connected to everything and that they're growing with us as a family. So it's, I've seen how much it it's affected and been helpful for me. Um, I think if you think applying that, that same sort of structure that you commit to, you'll, you'll find a huge benefit in it um, short-term and long-term for not only yourself, but for your son, you know?
2: Definitely. And what are some things like that I should implement to the business that you would do either every day or once a week, once every other week?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think it's really about like taking that $200,000 revenue goal and breaking it down into, um, all the ways you're going to do it, then try to break it into, uh, months and quarters, half year and full year. I think you break that out and then you, 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 you look at each month of how, how close did you get or how far away are you and what do you need to change or do to do in order to get there? Because it's that constant reflection of like, how do I make myself better, my company better? How do I, what do I do to try to generate more sales, like uh, more jobs? Like if you just let that be part of the practice and then put it behind goals and then you make a change and then you hit the next month, Now you're like, the belief builds like, okay, I can figure this out and I am getting better at this and I'm growing towards that number. So even if like you miss 200 and it ends up being 120 and 40 of that is in the last three months of the year, right? You know, like, you know, or half of it, you'd be like, wow, like I just did this much in a quarter. I could potentially end up doing, you know... Um, two hundred and forty next year if I keep up this quarter rate, you know what I mean. So, um, a uh, quarter growth. So I, I think that that's just something. The more you can apply to that, and again, it's accountability to a number, and then reflection and how, uh, why or why you didn't hit the number and what you can do to try to hit it next time. This this will be so helpful for you, and you already like got your flag there. Now it's a matter of building the tactics and, and really getting there and getting better at defining those numbers and hitting them over time. But you got this, man. You got this, man. Look, I appreciate it. I, I look forward to, to hearing an update from you in the coming month. Look, when you hit that 200,000 number at the end of the year, let's do another episode. You know what I mean? talk about the path that you took there.
2: Thank you so much, Rob. i will see you this year sometime.
0: All right. Be good. All right. That's it for our show. Um, As always, thank you all for tuning in and listening. You know, if you love the show and you listen to the show, hit us with some some reviews, hit us with some feedback, you know, Uh, like subscribe wherever you listen or watch. You know, it's it's really helpful. We love uh, seeing how the community reacts to the episodes and the entrepreneurs and sort of the knowledge that we share together. Um, And and as always, you want to be a part of our world, go to DeerDickMachine.com. But above all, man, you're the visionary of your life, so you got to see it. It's the plan that makes it happen. That's where you believe it. And you, only you can actually do it. Until next time, it's your boy Rob.